0: Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is Not Your Mama's News.
1: Welcome to another episode of Not Your Mama's News, a division of Union of the Unknowns. We come together once a week and tell you about the crazy clown world that we live in and funny news stories, some serious, whatever. Anyways, but we're here just to give our opinion and break down the <laughs> propaganda. And some people like Ism, can't, and Keelthorne, probably Stella and maybe Ashley does uh, some research, definitely not me. But anyways, uh, Justin, go ahead and introduce yourself. Or say hi uh, or what's
2: up? Good day, mate. <laughs> I wish I could do accents. I would do an entire episode in, in a different accent. Yeah, you really How's everyone need to doing? practice that one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, uh, first yeah. Well, again. Yeah. Uh, I'm Stella from Australia. Hello, how are you going? Thank you for joining us.
4: Hey, Stella. Um, I'm Ashley. Hello, Ashley slash Think Change Repeat
0: hello governor how's that one <laughs> better than mine i'm yep. keel thor the new guy
4: <laughs> I, b- I bet terry is going to be very appreciative of your british accent
0: he ought to i be. think
2: i think he oh, would be upset cool. yeah that's appropriating his culture
0: <laughs> oh <clears throat> well uh, how about uh justin kick us off with your story well,
2: Y'all asked for a light story. So I feel like uh what's lighter than some light pedophilia? Mm-hmm. So what, what I bought, degrees? <laughs> <laughs> so what I got is uh, it's a little bit of an older story, but it wasn't too long ago that it really started making the rounds in the news. Um, so this is actually from um January uh 31st, uh 2020. Uh, so it's almost three years old, but I think it still holds. Uh, just a great showcasing of what happens, uh, to government officials. Uh, so this comes from uh out of Arizona. Uh, the headline from ABC 10 News San Diego: Nanny Cam in Arizona Home Catches Federal Agent Smelling Girls Underwear. Um. So I kind of tried to to whittle this article down to only the relevant information. But I'm gonna go ahead and warn you guys; it's still a little lengthy, but not not really too bad. Uh,
0: so, a former federal disgusted. law, huh? I said I'm already disgusted.
2: Oh, hold your hold your horses; it <clears throat> gets better. So, a f- former that's good news. Former federal law enforcement officer accused of having a sexual motive for smelling a girl's dirty underwear in her bedroom will be allowed to serve unsupervised probation and um i will get back to exactly what unsupervised probation means um but uh deputy is that kind of like
1: jeffrey epstein's unsupervised uh vacation
2: i wish uh so this was uh i guess at this point ex-deputy u.s marshal david timothy moon uh 50 so he'd be 52 now was touring a phoenix home for sale uh last may so this would be may of 2019 uh while his real estate agent was in another room moon went inside a three-year-old girl's bedroom according to a police report he focused on the laundry hamper in the corner and he dug through the dirty laundry and pulled out what appeared to be a pair of girls underwear Uh, video shows moon appeared to hold the underwear close to his face and appeared to smell them minutes later he returned to the bedroom and again appeared to smell clothes in the laundry hamper after leaving the girl's bedroom for the second time he appeared to notice the nanny cam he quickly covered his mouth and said god damn it and i mean obviously it's not the grossest part of the story but like I've been around kids before, and they stink, man. Like, <laughs> like I...
0: That guy I, is just a piece of shit. That's what he is.
2: Total. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, I'll go ahead and jump ahead in the story a little bit. Uh, he is a free walking man, and uh, he very well could become a federal agent again at some point. Oh, Perfect yeah well you know do
4: do we find out why he was in the house
2: he was um he was there with a realtor he was looking to buy the house so he was doing like a real estate walkthrough Mm, That's a moon
3: landing i'd rather deny (laughs) Mm.
2: (laughs) no no kidding (laughs) um so the girl's father who was granted anonymity for the story um received motion alerts from the camera when he saw the video he called the phoenix police and uh increased the security around his home because he's saying like well what if he comes back what if he loses his job and has nothing else to lose which is a direct quote from the father um so here's the good news after hearing of the allegations u.s marshal service fired moon Uh, He had been a federal agent for 24 years and worked in multiple states, including Arizona, Alabama, and Florida, according to an agency spokesperson. When asked whether Moon had faced similar allegations in the past, a spokesperson with the U.S. Marshals person said they take all allegations seriously, but can't comment on personnel matters. You'd think it'd be a real easy no if it was a no, right?
4: Yeah. You would think
2: just think uh, what so, he did in
3: 24 years i mean that's a lot of panty yeah. sniffing
2: yeah and um, think about the cameras in, in 1998 they were existent but not like they are today you mm-hmm. get away with a hell of a lot more
0: oh. yeah this um, is him just
2: getting caught right exactly oh don't worry we'll get back to that stella okay um so phoenix police uncovered other red flags uh, according to the police report A girlfriend said that he had heard police were looking for him, so he threw out his computer, and then police also found a video of, quote, girls doing gymnastics, end quote, in an email from himself to himself in Moon's Gmail account. Uh, So he was indicted on two counts of felony trespassing with sexual motivation, and he later pleaded guilty to misdemeanor trespassing following a plea deal. So they like to say, you know, white privilege, blue privilege, yada, yada, yada. Uh, no, it's it's government privilege. And quite honestly, uh, the most surprising part to me about this story is that he wasn't granted qualified immunity, which is a something that was constructed by the Supreme Court, I believe, in the 80s, which basically grants all government employees blanket immunity against all constitutional violations. Um, unless, unless there's prior case law of the exact same thing happening in the exact same, you know, circumstances in the exact same district. Uh, but even then, uh, so anyways, uh, Moon says that this is by far the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life, uh, <laughs> when he was being sentenced. Uh, no. yeah, cause he, he probably should have looked, looked around for cameras first, right? Pretty dumb of him uh-huh uh the action and so it's
1: obviously not his first time doing it because it's never your first time when you get busted well,
3: yeah and, but yeah what it, that, that was very unprofessional wasn't it i mean you'd think that <laughs> that would be the first thing that he would do would be look for cameras the guys are policemen i mean that's you said. yeah you, that's, you would mm, think that's what
0: they
2: teach you day one like Go try I'm and record see- your <laughs> police. They they are they don't like being recorded. <laughs> They're pretty good at spotting them.
3: That's what um,
2: yeah, so we're shit. almost at the end here, um, and the good news is that the podcast can only get lighter from here. Uh, <laughs> so this yeah. is from the deputy county uh, deputy county attorney uh, Marcus Beecher. Uh, the actions by the defendant in this case show a need for evaluation, show a need for potential treatment, excuse me, and that's going to go unnoticed, untreated if there's no evaluation done in this case. Um, And Judge Catherine Cooper denied the request, and Cooper says that it can seem unfair, acknowledging the concerns of the victim's family. It can seem like it's not enough. Cooper also acknowledged mitigating factors such as Moon's lack of prior crimes, his military service, and his work as a deputy marshal. So that's really what it all comes down to. And uh, just to finish up real quick, uh, she also included that the court believes that he is sincere in his remorse, a.k.a. getting caught. Uh, And then uh, for some reason, he declined an interview uh a request for interview. That's weird. You'd think he'd want to clear his name. Uh right. and once he completes his probation, his unsupervised probation, uh, Moon could apply for this trespassing case to be set aside. If approved, the complaint would be dismissed and judgment of guilt set aside. So if that happens, he could apply to become a federal agent again. And Absolutely. just in case anyone wasn't aware, unsupervised. Uh, probation basically just means that don't get in trouble until you're off probation. Uh, supervised probation would be like, you show up at the probation officer once a month and they do like random drug tests on you and yada, yada, yada.
1: I thought unsupervised mean that you didn't even have to
2: go in. Yeah, that, that's, or that that's, means what that i was you're saying. You're not going
1: to do pop-ups at your house.
2: Yeah, unsupervised is basically just don't show up. Don't show back up in court while you're on probation.
1: Got you. Okay. So he, he doesn't have to control. go in for random drug tests or anything like that.
2: Nope. Or random, you know, like, are you a pedo test or anything like that? Right. Have you been raping any little girls lately test? Like
1: how they have, like, the WebMD questionnaire to see if you have signs or symptoms of certain diseases. They should have that for, like, questions that they ask, like, you know, these.
3: uh Okay. We lost her. Yeah, <laughs> he's frozen again. Well, that
2: is one of because the they
0: things you that... have
1: certain questions and stuff, right? Psychological tests to see if someone's a psych a psycho or something.
0: They ought to have a what in Blade Runner, they had a test that the the Blade Runners did to determine if somebody was a real person or <clears throat> a replicant called Voigt comp And it was a series of questions to <clears throat> designed to elicit an emotional response. And since the replicants didn't have developed emotions in their short lifespans, they would be easily found out. They ought to have Mm. something like that and a, and a squad of armed, you know, officers to seek out and destroy people like this.
4: Mm, Yeah. That's exactly what we want is, um, is, is that, that, uh, (laughs) that pre-crime ability, just tell me, am I a criminal? ahead of time and just take the test so they can just go ahead and lock me up now
0: there you go can i
3: ask, can I ask you guys um do you over in america do you have um working with children background checks yes, yes. you do right okay yeah i wonder if that yeah. would show up like if he ever got one in the future i wonder um, if that will show would show up if in it does get
1: dismissed if yeah. it doesn't get dismissed it will it'll show up as either a felony or misdemeanor what was it a felony justin
2: misdemeanor misdemeanor it was a trespassing misdemeanor.
1: Yeah, Mr. So, a- I, I mean he just oh, has so a misdemeanor, so that doesn't really mean shit.
2: That was, yeah, a he was plagiar, right? right. He was charged okay. with um two counts of criminal trespass with sexual intent. Um, <sighs> but they pled that down because you know he's a good federal agent. He's been doing our bidding for two and a half decades. Let's give him a little So break. it'll
1: show as it'll show as an arrest on his record as what they initially charged him with, but what'll come up as what he was convicted with was something lower. Except for the government, most jobs, they're going to just look and see what your conviction was and what that was, not necessarily what your arrest was. Right.
2: And to be quite frank, um, that actually might help him on his resume, depending on what government job he's applying for tax. If he ever goes for uh, presidency. Right, like, make a great congressman. Yeah.
0: The CIA might hire him to sneak into people's houses and rearrange things just to mess with their heads. That yeah. whole trick.
2: <laughs> it was a little gaslighting. Move some mm-hmm. panties uh, around while you're there, mate. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say the panties are just his bonus. <laughs> but yeah, I just i just really wanted to bring that story just to show, you know, and I'm going to bring up uh, quite a few of these uh, because I feel like people aren't aware exactly what the government is out doing and that they just get they get away with it scot-free it doesn't matter i mean sure if you're a congressman or a senator but if you're a cop if you're a federal agent if you're a judge um, these are people that if you're in their life they can literally ruin your life um cops have killed over a thousand people uh, it, what was it Kyle since 2008?
0: It's, it's about a thousand people a year are killed, uh, by police officers in the United wow. States.
2: Wow. Yeah. And, and what was, how many was it that, uh, got convicted? I'm trying to find where I posted that. It
0: was, it was in the tens. So it was something like 30 something close to 40 since 2005, I think have been convicted of, of, a of any crime, I think. Yeah, now, that statistic and, might be and, only talking about you know severe crimes or something like that, but seems seems low. You know, I mean, there's a lot of police out there, and they're just regular people. <laughs> You'd think they'd you, get.
2: You know, it's a low number. A you know, it's a low number the amount the percentage of crimes that the police solve, which two percent. Like I've said before, best Damn, case scenario. How come I can't
1: get away with anything? I don't <laughs>
0: think that statistic is accurate.
2: Well, uh, it's it's from uh Jason Bassler from the Free Thought Project and yeah. <clears throat> uh he he has been known to exaggerate say like headlines and things in the past but I've usually had pretty good um you know uh statistics from him but you know uh take it with a grain of salt but just think about all the crime you know everything's a crime from shoplifting to capital murder
0: yeah, yep. so I, I think he may be including <clears throat> every minuscule crime possible. Uh, when I looked up the, stati- the FBI, according to FBI statistics, you really want to believe that or not, but it was saying that uh, something like murders, um, murder cases are cleared at a rate of something like 51%. And then everything else was lower than that. Every violent crime, kidnapping, rape, all that kind of stuff was a bit lower but I didn't think, I don't think any of them were any lower than 15 to 20% in that range.
3: Yeah. Mm. Just, just very quickly. I'm not 100% sure of this, but I'm pretty certain during the whole debacle of the COVID, uh, in Australia, I I did read that the police also had, you know, that qualified immunity, whatever they call it. Um, so I'm not sure if that might be an angle that they're coming from just to let us all know that there's qualified immunity. I don't know. Um, they shouldn't have it,
2: but they oh, apparently no. do. In America, it's not even a thing. It was something that the Supreme Court just made up out of the, out of the blue, oh, and it Christ. it has caused unfathomable unfathomable amounts of like heartbreak, death, destruction. You know, because if you if you can't be held accountable, why would you ever stop? I don't and know. Then, as, and that's another thing, is like the whole issue with public sector unions. But I'll get into that another time.
1: Yeah, we can actually do like a Saturday episode on that. We we'll record on our Saturdays and do like a full episode on that. Cause I think this would be more like a full hour. But since we only do have one hour for four stories, we got to move on to Kyle.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. All right. <clears throat> or, so, or whatever he wants, uh, whatever he identifies as
0: keel keel thor kyle you can call me either of those three
2: as long as you call him
0: yes as long no, i'm not even okay <laughs> I'm uh, so, uh, for breakfast. Uh, <laughs> uh the trump organization today has been found guilty on all counts of criminal tax fraud so ring now, the bells that,
4: that seems like happening. a pretty significant Development to me, honestly, because I knew that at least in some regard they were trying to go after them, um, but I, I never really thought that anything would stick. So, oh, Kim. I'm sorry, I totally cut off your story. Sorry, Kyle. No,
0: not. I mean, that's the headline. That's that's the summary, but <clears throat> uh, it doesn't include you know Trump himself or any of his family. They weren't included in any of this. These are just the organizations that you know, the Trump organization. Now they, uh, so what they are accused of doing and were eventually found guilty of was what they would do is they would lower top executives' salaries and then recompensate them with fringe benefits. That way they can avoid the tax requirement for all that money and still pay people as much as they needed to. Yes, Justin. Justin.
2: Are French benefits uh, Epstein related?
0: Uh, I did not mention him in this article I read, but...
2: uh, I've never heard that term before. And I know, like... Oh, oh, fringe French
0: benefits. I
2: thought thought you said French, French, like the country of (laughs) France. I said French as well. Like that kind of French. I pull back my comments.
0: (laughs) No, so they were... uh, And it all seemed to be surrounded surrounding this, uh, accountant of the Trump organization, Alan Weisselberg, uh, who was, uh, he was the guy in charge of, uh, handling all of these, these money transfers and things. <clears throat> so what he was, he was getting things like, um, an apartment closer to the office and private school for his children. And, um, all sorts of things like that and all of it was off the books and so now they've pinned the trump organization i don't know how you guys feel about income taxes and having to report all that stuff but you know they weren't following the rules but i think those rules are kind of crappy anyway
2: well and i have my account
1: to have me pay more than i need to
0: what's that
2: all
1: the rules Yep. That's,
2: well, that's like the rules are so convoluted and complicated purposely so that they can get you. No, like that's that's just how they get you if they want to get you.
0: Yeah, that's how they got Al Capone. I mean, yeah, it's just a it's just a tripwire. It's just like, out that's, there, just in case they need you.
2: That's the biggest joke about the IRS. It's like um they know exactly how much you owe them, and they could just tell you, like, hey hey, uh, Kilthor, you owe us you know, $2,800 in uh, uh, taxes this year. Instead, they say, okay, here's an entire book. We're going to need re- you to read that. There's going to be a bunch of worksheets. I ho- hope you did well in Celsius in high school. So you're going to have to fill all this out. It'll probably take you a couple days. So, you know, just, just try and get it right. And then send it back to us. And if you're wrong... We're going to, best case scenario, uh, add a bunch of fines and late fees. And worst case scenario, we're going to kick your doors down and take you to jail with a gun. pointed it at your head.
0: And I, I think the um, – I don't think there were, like, the requirements for arrest are as strict when it comes to the IRS. Like they can just – if they say you you aren't paying, then they just come and take you away. You know, there's oh. no – like this due process they'll, doesn't apply or something.
2: They'll arrest you for being uh, laid on student loans. Huh. Okay, well,
1: uh. who do you know has been arrested for being laid on student loans?
2: I mean, I don't know anyone that has student loans because I don't hang out with
0: retardred book <laughs> book reading hippies.
2: Yes. I, I did censor myself for that one and brought it down to retards uh but uh it is it is stories that i've seen come out over the years
1: mm. <clears throat> i met a guy last night when i was up at the uh cigar bar after
2: working that um hold on
0: this is this is a family show Jackie. don't, Sh- don't should don't i turn on some
2: <laughs> should i turn some smooth jazz music on for the rest no. of the story boom
3: take a boom boom
2: now <laughs>
1: <laughs> now he um had said that he like owes the IRS like close to $2 million. And one day he was working on a, like a FEMA project. And it was from his, his old business that he had, but he was working on an old FEMA project. And, um, they came and picked up the IRS guy comes, he goes, I've been looking for you for 12 years. And they picked up his RV and like two of his vehicles that he had on the campsite. And, um, and then, um, uh, uh, and then did, I said, did you get arrested? He was like, no. I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Oh. Does so, he still owe them? Yeah. So he said he tried to start, he, he said he spent $40,000 with an account, uh, with a person to try to work everything out with the IRS to get him paid off several years ago. And they wouldn't work with him. And they just kept adding stuff on. And then he said he did file one year to try to, like, get money back to start paying it off. And that's when they found him. And then, oh, that same day that the guy found him, they wiped out his bank account and just came and picked up his RVs and took everything all at one time. And so now he said he just leaves like $5,000, less than $5,000 in his bank account. And then he just puts cash everywhere. So, and he's like, yeah. fuck it.
2: And, and nothing's does... in his
1: name. He don't own shit.
2: And where does so... he live again with all that cash laying around? Um... <laughs>
3: bring your own shovel
2: (laughs) did you
3: say did you say he spent forty thousand dollars trying to figure that out
1: yes pay like whatever these accountants that work with the irs or something and really tried to work it out and the irs wasn't willing to work it out and most of the money is just like penalties and late fees and interest and all that shit it's not even really the money owes it's like they just want to drown you allegedly drown you like in this cycle of bullshit and instead of like you know what i mean so whatever and, they are allegedly the uh, the corporation of the state's uh mafia arm, really.
2: Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, pretty much I would say the irony of this, but it's much stronger than irony. So I'm gonna call it steal any. The steal any <laughs> of this is that the federal government owes over thirty-one trillion dollars.
3: Yeah, and it's two point three trillion they just can't account for.
2: Yeah. And they yeah. keep all
1: of our money all year long interest free without it's, penalties.
2: I believe the Pentagon just failed its fifth audit in a row. Jeez. Damn.
0: And there was
2: there was Damn. enough money missing that the rest of us could buy an island and just get cocaine and hookers twenty four seven. And mm-hmm. there'd still be tons left. Plenty yeah. of business models to follow. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, but the memers are after it though too and they're like oh but uh definitely you peasant don't forget to turn in your 600 yeah. plus dollar you know a transaction on venmo um it's so it's so completely galling that they are going after us for 600 dollars on venmo and then yeah. they have the audacity to send billions and billions and billions to the Ukraine. Of
2: your dollars. Not their dollars. Oh. Of your dollars.
0: Woo. Woo. Hmm. But they're not even real dollars anyway. I mean. This is true. It's, it's all just fiat. a whole bunch. Of, they're just making up money to go send It's not even. Countries.
2: It's not even fiat. It's just ones in, uh, one with it like 900 zeros at the end of it on a computer exactly. screen. Yeah. What's yeah. a
3: few zeros? Mike's friends.
2: Right. It's
0: right. The hero. Hmm. Same. Now, Trump is, I think the article said he is also being sued. He's about to get sued or, or has been sued by uh, New York state. The attorney general. there
4: ongoing.
0: Yeah. He yeah, says he's he stops, also facing a 250 million civil lawsuit from the New York attorney general. Alleging he and his adult children were involved in a decades-long fraud. Uh, they're seeking to permanently bar him from serving an officer or director of a company in New York State, among other penalties.
2: I mean, anyway. is anyone surprised New York real estate developer? That's that's another one of those <clears> things. Like, like, that's how you have to play the game. So they've set it up so that you have to play that game. So that if at any time they ever want to turn on you, you know they already have the goods on you.
0: And the other thing, this guy Alan Weiselberg, uh, apparently testified that the whole thing was his idea. That Trump didn't know anything about it. Mm. That he he was he wasn't trying to help the the thing. Uh, this was the the uh, what do you call it? The not the bar, whatever the the president. No, uh, all right. Whatever the, the at, at what point that the jury would have to find the Trump organization guilty, there's like a minimum threshold is what I'm looking for. The, is, um, <clears throat>
2: um, burden of proof?
0: Mm-hmm, no. Oh, God.
2: Well, I, I, I was thinking of it as you said it, and now, now yeah. I'm blanking out.
0: Well, anyway, the, the, the threshold was if the person was working in, quote, in behalf of. The company, not on behalf of the company, which is how I would think the, the phrase would be worded, but it was specifically in behalf of, and apparently that phrase confused the jury on multiple occasions and they had to, like the pr- judge and the prosecutor, they all had to explain it to him over and over again. What is this in behalf of the company? And uh, Weiselberg claimed, I, I didn't do it for the company, said he was aware that the company would benefit from him doing making these tax switcheroos but he he wasn't doing it for that purpose is what he said and i guess the jury didn't believe him so he's hmm. he's being uh guilty as well of this whole thing
2: and where was the i assume this was federal court
0: um oh my gosh i didn't write that one down
2: well uh, you did <clears> say <throat> new york was still suing them so i assumed that
0: well They're civil suing Trump. This is, uh, I think, this is New York State suing his Trump Org. Gotcha. It it was a Manhattan jury.
2: Okay, yeah. So shocker, bunch of liberal New Yorkers vote against Trump. Who had that guess?
0: So, but it it, the article also said that the company doesn't have to close its doors or anything. They're gonna have to pay a 1.6 uh, one point six million dollar fine, and they'll be moving and, back along like as they were.
2: so one point six dollar million fine. Uh does it mention anywhere how much money they had saved uh, in the process of doing this?
0: <clears throat> no, it didn't give that number.
2: I would have to assume that it is at least one point six one uh, million dollars.
0: well more than that i'm 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 sure
2: Probably six hundred
1: and sixty six penalties.
0: What's that? I mean,
3: that's.
1: I said plus interest and penalties.
0: Stella,
3: what did you say? I was just saying it's probably six hundred and sixty-six million or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) thirty-three million.
2: Yeah, thirty-three million. (laughs) That's the thing with all of the like social networks, uh, pharmaceutical companies, all these big-time players. It's uh, we're gonna do something incredibly illegal, damage hundreds of millions of people we're going to make billions off of it and then we're going to get fined maybe half of that worst case scenario it's the so cost of doing
1: business is what it is
2: that's literally it's just what they factor
1: that into the cost of doing business
3: yeah
0: yep
1: they say act now ask questions later
0: who says that
1: a I, lot of people say that
0: ask, and you don't uh, want Jackie says that you
1: want, like Like i don't necessarily say that i've heard that by a number of people when you want to get something done whether it's in work or something like that they say ask questions later like do it and then just ask questions later and just claim deniability on it
3: oh you mean like operation warp speed Uh uh-huh
2: well jackie is our fed i think she'd be pretty well informed on the inner workings,
0: she doesn't. She doesn't have to ask questions. She already knows the answers. She's just waiting for you to <laughs> take your action.
2: <laughs> so, in summary, um, multi-billion-dollar corporations breaks bunch of finance and tax laws, uh, and then in uh, for justice, they pay a fraction of what they made uh, or didn't lose uh, back to government that is suing them. Did I get all that?
0: Yeah, and wow, gosh, that even, I was going to say, and they probably <laughs> certainly are repaying the amount that they owed in taxes, but now that I read this, uh, this penalty here, it says the Trump organization could face a maximum of 1.61 million in fines when sentenced in and their sentencing is in mid-january so that's when we'll find out so <laughs> who gets sentenced
1: does the company get sentenced or does yeah. a human get sentenced because okay so the company gets sentenced like it can't go to jail because it's not well, in a body yeah.
2: sentencing sentencing in this context just means how much damages will be awarded not that anyone's going to jail is my understanding yeah so hey, that's uh, it okay yeah in that's summary right the now. rich get richer and we all get fucked
3: and the poor yeah. get the picture
1: is that what your summary is kill <laughs>
0: that is it's my summary
2: well i will say what 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 really confuses me is that they're trying to bar trump from office and it's just like like the trump psyop is just all over the freaking place man <laughs>
1: Imagine if they went after Hillary as hard as they go after freaking Trump. Imagine that or freaking Biden, Hunter Biden, or or Biden with all his criminal stuff with Ukraine and all that stuff. We can only wish they would go after them as hard as I, they – as the hard-on that they have for Trump, we wish that they had a hard-on for these other people like that.
2: At this point, I'd just be happy with Lane's, uh customer list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: so she's uh, kind of disappeared a little bit, hasn't she? That's why she's still alive. Or is she? Or is she? She could yeah, be under, else? I think she might be in a bunker somewhere with a cocktail in her hand,
2: personally. And maybe on an island that no one wants to buy because it's been associated with this other guy that probably worked for Mossad.
0: Now, isn't she supposed to be in jail in New York somewhere? New Jersey or something like that?
4: I think she was moved my understanding is that she was in the same prison that Jeffrey Epstein was being held in at the time of his not suicide
1: his and that
4: she, he, right at the time that he definitely did not kill himself um but I believe that she has since been moved and that she is somewhere I the blip that I heard seemed to indicate that she was in, like, a lower security, like, a way nicer situation. Lower, Than- oh, like, a bunker? she's
1: where, like, all the tax crimes go, where it's, like, a, a resort and shit.
4: Probably. Most likely.
1: Yeah.
4: If she's even tried. in jail. And, you know, shout out to Monica Perez, because Monica had, had pointed this out many times. We never saw a perp walk. The only thing that we ever saw from her was weird courtroom sketches we never saw her yes yes I'm
3: so 100% it, with you on that
2: it looks like that she is uh been moved to a low security prison in uh tallahassee florida oh, oh yes. that's place in florida oh, yeah tallahassee florida a minimum security which is prison the,
1: yeah which is the um state
2: capital of Florida. Yeah, she's there to serve her twenty-year prison sentence, and uh she'll be eligible to be released July seventeenth, twenty thirty-seven. So fifteen years, which mm, for sixty-year-old, yeah. Yep, I didn't mean to take mm. us down that rabbit hole.
0: They probably moved her down there so she could continue her operation.
2: Yeah, yes. maybe, maybe. Back business. On- Kick back on the beach with the nice Mai Tai. Scout yeah. out the uh, the soul. Never mind.
1: <laughs> have her boyfriend that she was hiding out with, who he dated her after she was involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yes, hey, have- but
1: people keep dating Kim Kardashian. So, I mean, what's the difference, really?
0: <laughs> a lot of plastic.
1: Anyway. <laughs> a lot of plastic. <laughs> <It's excessive.
2: laughs> About 19 water bottles worth. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it's wild right. to me that um, anyone finds her attractive it's yuck
4: Ew, which one
2: um, any, of, any of the kardashians except for bruce yeah. he's except he's a, true, he's a true gentleman
1: and now he's a jenner
2: i'm, yeah. sorry, so, I'm sorry i keep taking us off topic
1: okay um ashley what you got for us
4: Okay. I am going to keep it quick. I do want to hear the discussion on this and I'm going to preface this by saying I have not read the entire thing word for word, but I want to bring awareness to the subject. So what I brought today is the Twitter files. So apparently Elon Musk has given at least two different journalists, carte blanche Access, or should I say carte blanche, I'm not sure, Um, access to email files at Twitter. And allegedly, we are supposed to be getting a second Twitter files report. So the first Twitter files report went to author Matt Taibbi. And the second one, apparently, that we're supposed to hear from is Barry Weiss, who was, I believe, an editor for the New York Times at one point. And I'm pretty sure she has since left them, but uh, don't quote me on that. But anyway, in Matt Taibbi's Twitter thread, which was interestingly enough, Stella, you're never going to guess how many posts are in his thread.
3: I gave up. How many posts are in his
4: thread?
3: 33. Oh, of course there is.
4: 33. Now, there's a lot of... Oh, no, never mind. I just saw there was a continuation, so more than that 36 sorry there
1: the
4: uh, yeah, was, was at least at one point yeah there was uh <laughs> but anyway so he has a very long twitter thread basically getting into what he is presenting here so my understanding is that we get confirmation that there was absolutely a Twitter effort to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. And again, none of this is a surprise to any of us. We have probably all, you know, at least during the election, when we first heard about it, we're wondering how that would be handled in, you know, from a corporate press perspective. And obviously we know now they totally buried it. And they, they didn't talk about it. There's a lot of really disturbing contents that is supposed to have been found and verified on that laptop. So that's the biggie. And I believe that the New York Post actually put that story out about the laptop and their page was blocked, at least temporarily when that happened. So there's confirmation of that. And then there's some other information about, about um, Twitter basically just working with some politicians to, if they did not like, like apparently they had a direct line in, if they did not like a post or something like that. Um, And the Twitter employees would delete that. Now, some associate that with just the fact that they were an employee at Twitter, they had access to do that, and that particular individual had a relationship with that employee. So it sounds like it took place with democrats and republicans but obviously because of the the heavy liberal bias of twitter it was mostly for democratic candidates so you have that coming um out but again i feel like we all have known that you we knew that no matter what type of social media um you were using if you wanted to speak about certain subjects in a truthful way and call people out and call out you know, or just make common sense points. Like, what are you talking about? Why would you get the, you know, the two shots, right? It was supposed to be safe and effective. It was supposed to be hundred percent effective. Then it's 99% and 98 and 97. Now it's zero, get your booster. Like it, even if people made basic observations like that, we were labeled, you know, harmful misinformation, disinformation or whatever. So basically most of us have known that, big tech was working to censor dissident opinion. Um, And then some other political commentators have stated essentially, but now we have the receipts. Now, my opinion is that that is not going to matter at all. Look at the direction that we've been heading. I mean, truth keeps coming out um, about a lot of different things and nothing keeps happening to the people that were responsible for it.
3: Yep. Again, what a surprise.
2: Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. what's what's hilarious is all the mentally ill people that are you know either denying it like oh this isn't twitter is a private company and and so what who cares uh there's still people that think hiding Hunter biden's laptop was not real it's russian disinformation
4: yeah and they made sure to make it sound like that was the case you know people like um the press secretary i cannot remember pierre corey
2: jean jean pierre
4: yes whatever mm. her name is she like people like that actively work to say that it was disinformation it's been debunked or whatever and they just lie and there are no consequences for their lies
2: in their um, defense that is that is literally all that job is like you're the president's a liar
1: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, look, I think we've reached a point now where there's just like so much flood of mis disinformation that your your average person who might have been starting to wake up a little bit, it's just it's too much. It, oh yeah, whatever. You know, like they're just not gonna really? really think about anything now, probably even less than they used to, some of them. Just my assumption.
4: Yeah. I think you're probably right because they're the, the human brain can only handle so much information coming at them. And it's like a war. And I know that I, I believe that it was meant to be this way. It's a war of attrition, right? It's like, okay, we have confirmation. it's like, okay, who the fuck cares? Like this has been happening to us. You know, suppression of speech has been happening for months and months and months. So like, you're, you're just wearing a sound like their corruption is just so out there. So in our right. face and even the people that care about it are just like, okay, what are we going to do? You know?
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. uh, it's like when we, f- we all found out officially that the NSA was listening to all of our telephone calls and yeah. recording yeah. everything that we do on the internet. It's like, okay, we, yeah. they admitted it, even though they were categorically denying it, you know, a year or so before that. And uh, now it's now it's true and okay. So what? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. like what's, saying, what's like you know, the PSA? You know,
2: now it's the it's part of our life now.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, I mean, Fuck a few yeah. people of the world we're we're doing it. So what the hell are you going to do about it? You know, and yeah, it's exactly. like, nothing. Well, okay, we'll go back to work. Yeah, here's what,
2: here's personally what I've been doing about it: uh, posting dank, hilarious memes, and also <laughs> pulling up just wild, horrible things that not even the um, a trooper from my first story We like to see so that when they have to scroll through it, they have to at least see that. You can at least bring <laughs> their day down a little. I
3: did um, wonder actually whether it's worth um, throwing in, a, you know, a few things like if um, I don't know, just just stuff that's sort of pro narrative, like into your searches every now and then. So like you can't really be pinned on either way.
4: Like <laughs> oh right, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So what you mean? would at least potentially confuse the algorithm a little bit, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the other point that I wanted to make about this whole situation is that Elon Musk had a, a very long, uh, Twitter meeting space or whatever it's called. Um, like a phone call kind of thing that was hosted live on Twitter with a lot of people. Kim.com was on the call and several other people who have been doing these calls were there as well. And apparently hundred thousand people or somewhere close to that estimate was who participated in that call. And he had had in that call and in other times, he had mentioned trust. Why would they trust Twitter? So I want to shout out Brad Binkley from the propaganda report because a, he covered uh, the Twitter files and I thought it was a good coverage of that, but also he, has been keeping an eye on the Davos crowd, the World Economic Forum crowd, and has noticed that one of their big pushes seems to be the effort to gain back trust. Um, Because so many people like ourselves and, and people that are not even fully, you know, just aware of everything, but some people are they still feel a little annoyed, fed up with what is happening. Um, so I think that the effort is being made by Elon because, you know, I think that he works on behalf of the powers that shouldn't be of the predator class. And he's part of the predator class and a technocrat. Um, so I think that, that he is working for them. And this is one of the ways of trying to gain back trust of, you know, let's throw yep. the dog yep. a little bit of a bone.
3: Yep. Totally. Absolutely,
2: 100%. And you mentioned it was he was giving exclusive access to Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss, correct? Yes. So I don't know a ton about Matt Taibbi, but wasn't Barry Weiss the one that went on Joe Rogan and called Tulsi Gabbard a quote, a sod stooge? Or a sod, hmm. a, a sod uh, toady, I think it might have actually been the exact quote. That, that is try- a
4: very good question
2: that was I probably back in the 2016 era
4: i know there was some controversy with barry weiss um you know and obviously she was i mean you work for the new york times so i would consider her very much compromised like i don't trust her at all
2: well i will say i did like elon's tweet that was something along the lines of like the New York Times is just like an unregistered um, Democrat uh, lobbying firm, or something along those lines. It's like, oh yeah,
4: he's duh. he's give, he's giving uh, he's giving a lot of people that are concerned about what's happening a lot of bones. I mean, you know, he's doing a lot of things or saying things that make it sound like, oh yeah, Elon is our guy. He's going to be who is helping us finally turn the tide and I think people have false hope and it's like look it's going to get so much more you know I don't I do not want to be blackpilled here but I'm just saying he is marching along with the agenda that's I I don't want
2: to be blackpilled here but here's some black (laughs) not trying blackpilled
4: I just think that he's towing the the predator class line but doing an especially good job of deceiving people that he's not doing that
3: yeah I well think... the, mus- the musk the muskrat is definitely the current caped crusader <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs> the, there's always the best,
0: yes. best thing we can hope for here is that he's he's being kind of honest but he's not really kind of firm on his principles and stuff and he's just kind of doing whatever a rich guy with unlimited resources is going to do i mean look at look at his attitude towards alex jones he's been You know, Musk has been talking about free speech and all this stuff, and then he won't let Alex Jones back on for personal reasons, basically.
4: And he and he took Yay off, didn't he? Is he on or off
0: still? He's, he's off. off. Yes. He's off, yeah.
4: I'm glad that y'all brought that up because that was the one last thing that I wanted to say was that, yes, this is exactly it. He acts like he's a free speech absolutist. And I'm pretty sure he even said that. And yet Kanye West tweeted something that he did not like and he nuked Kanye's account. Um, and what Kanye did, you may not agree with it, but it wasn't even hate speech. I mean, it was, it was an image um of a a swastika and a star of david blended no no
2: no no. Mm -hmm. it is an old logo uh kiel's or probably know where more about its origins but it's actually a logo of like a a cult um like ufo um like yeah
0: i don't i don't know yeah i don't know the, the the full background i just i just saw uh that it was not a made-up logo; it was an existing logo of an old group of some kind,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: which made something sense I've to used me before. It, yeah, it didn't. It didn't look like it was made up. It looked. It reminded me of, you know, an old Vedic, maybe you know, from the ancient Indian scripts, kind of Hindu thing. It looked like something like that to me. But I mean, it, I don't. Yes.
2: Mean. I think it was kind of like whenever you see anything, like any symbol. That has like you know the zigzag in like zigzag shapes like the the Nazi flag, like there's mm-hmm. tons of different like
0: yeah incarnation, in yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
2: but yeah. there was just that one, and now that's all everyone thinks about,
4: right, um, but just, it did just... look like the star of David with a Nazi symbol yeah. in it, but it it was not like the Nazi flag or anything like that. I'm sorry, Stella, go ahead.
3: oh, it was definitely um recognizable as Nazi flavored for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. just while we're on the subject of logos, um, I meant to mention this the other day when we did the, uh, the muskrat rave, um, the Neuralink logo. Um, I don't know if you guys have sort of looked into that too much, but Ooh, no, it's I like, um, it's like a heartbeat. So it's like a line, you know, that goes up and then goes down and then there's a straight line through it. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it just sort of immediately, my impression was there's life and then there's the the flat line. <laughs>
4: Mm. interesting i'll have to check that out but yeah logos
3: are just i mean they're so suggestive that i mean that was the first form of writing wasn't it It was pictographs and they're still Mm -hmm. using their symbolism to the max Um, we probably don't notice it so much because there's so much visual pollution so we don't really look into things that much but Mm -hmm. it still goes in
0: yeah it's all uh kind of uh, washed away by modern advertisements and marketing and stuff and
2: yeah. 100%. yep i know we want got to move on but just so what about the ad mm-hmm. i was just say the advertising thing like when was the last time anyone watched a car commercial because oh man i gotta go get that brand new toyota tundra i don't understand how advertising works anymore i'm driving I know, but pedos
1: pedos and them are allowed to use symbolism and all kinds of stuff without getting uh, hit off of uh, Uh, social media but that's a whole other story you know they have it in their commercials
2: it does look like um elon has actually been taking a pretty good stance at least publicly against um
1: you know what i mean um, it's like i mean if you're going to be symbolism let's just go all the way and have it everyone you know like why why are you just you're just picking and choosing what you like and what you don't like you either have free speech and you can choose to block and ignore people because at the end of the day, people do have the right to be able to block Ye or Kanye, whatever the hell he identifies as right now. People do have the right to block him and yeah. delete him or whatever. They don't have to listen to his nonsense. They can block the computers and all.
3: Yeah, that, that's a really good point that Jackie's making. And I'm just going to go in there because she's frozen. Um, yeah, that's an excellent point. It's, it's, again, taking the, the little bit of power that we have, again, out of our hands, treating us like babies, uh, filtering everything. I mean, who made him the, the overlord of what goes into our ears and eyes? You know, like, it's the only thing that allows him to do that is, again, money. That's the only thing that lets these people perform their mm-hmm. nefarious actions. I think they are. Yeah. So, you know, without the money, who's Elon Musk?
4: It's, right he's controlling
3: everything what's he's not a good guy he's not on your side people
4: right um but i did want to point out justin did make a great point there that uh there is actually some headway that is being made that child pornography content has been at least been getting deleted off of twitter which apparently there's a lady that i was that i follow who has talked about this that has been her crusade and she got nowhere um in in that with the old guard at twitter and finally at least some of that stuff is um starting to to come down so good point justin and um I th- for as far Christine as my Mary. story no um i do not know this lady's name
2: no worries
1: all right Stella. what's all up right. Stella? Well,
3: uh... I was going to uh, bring the story. I don't know if you guys have heard about the four-month-old baby boy in New Zealand who is in need of heart surgery. Uh, His parents are making requests that um, he is not to receive vaccinated blood in a transfusion.
1: Oh, Uh, I wonder why that is.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well... um, this has raised quite a few issues you know I'm sure it is a real story but basically what's happened is um they've they've asked the courts to intervene uh to allow them they, they have actually got friends and f- whoever people lined up who are unvaccinated willing to donate their blood for this particular purpose but the blood well the hospital I guess uh going no no this is our rules We make the rules and I can't do that. Can't make exceptions because then it's a slippery slope, you know. Mm.
1: Um, That's bullshit because when I had my open heart surgery, I donated my own blood. So you really have the right to have specific blood donated that you want. So that hospital is just trying to make a point. How dare you try to enforce your bullshit onto my own child? Like they should have the right to say what kind of blood they want in their children and what kind of blood they do not. Yeah, one hundred percent. What are they
0: afraid of happening as a result? A like a, a free market might develop for blood and stuff, and so people would be more incentivized to give, and all these sorts of wonderful things that come about, and there'd be greater supply, and you could. Well, I don't know. I, That's- I will
2: say that I I feel like I remember that the vast majority of of uh, blood donations that Red Cross gets go right in the trash. red cross don't start me on
3: the red cross (laughs) um but uh anyway so the the um ruling has well there's been talk about taking the child away from the parents and being temporary custodians the state being temporary custodians to allow the surgery to happen the way they want it to happen um so that's still sort of an ongoing thing at this point but um what it Where it took me a little bit with some of the research was I I wanted to know what the deferral times were for vaccinated blood donations, because I do remember reading at some point last year that uh, the Red Cross had um, basically halted uh, blood donations from vaccinated people. Whether that was true or not, I really don't know, but there was some some talk about it. But I I think the slippery slope they're kind of loosely referring to might have been Uh, it might have stemmed back to the 1950s and 60s when there was segregation uh, in blood donations. They segregated black, well, they actually didn't even allow black people to give blood originally. And then when that sort of eased off a little bit, they segregated the blood. So, um, and now uh, they are trying very hard for everything to be anonymous so that there's no segregation, there's no, you know, on preferences or race or whatever gender. Uh, and the anonymity must be maintained so <clears throat> that's possibly I don't know whether that's a point they're making but uh, anyway it took me to um, I just thought I started reading about the deferral times the, and the amazing um, well like s- some deferral times are seven days after a vax it goes up to 28 days after infection it depends on the country it depends on all sorts of different things. And it's like, well, this Vax has been sort of around for a, a fair amount of time. Now, Tr- blood transfusions have been around for s- centuries. What they should know more. They should know more about this stuff. Why is everything so ambiguous? Um, but anyway, the history of blood transfusions was kind of interesting. I wanted to read a couple of things to you here. Yeah, if I can just find it. Yeah, here it is. So it goes right back to 1628 was when the circulation of blood was first discovered. Hmm. Um, 1665, the first recorded blood transfusion occurred in England, which was transfusing uh, blood from dogs to another dog and kept the dog alive for Hmm. a little while. 1667, get this one. uh, Jean-Baptiste Denis in France and Richard Lower and Edmund King in England separately reported successful transfusions from sheep to humans. Maybe that's the origin of the problem. Mm. Um, Yeah. 1700s was pretty quiet. Nothing much happened there for some reason in the records. God only knows what they were experimenting on. Um, 1818 was the first uh, successful transfusion of human blood uh, to a patient. In 1873 to 1880, they were using milk as a blood substitute from cows, goats, and and humans. Wow. 1884, they realised that was probably a mistake because there were some adverse reactions to milk. Uh, um, so then they brought in, they discovered saline, which then replaced the milk. Uh, it was, uh, then it goes on. 1901, blood groups were discovered. Um, 1907, transfusions with blood matching blood type matching, cross-matching, et cetera. And 1939 to 1940, the RH blood group system was discovered by some people with interesting names. (laughs) just leave that Mm. there. Um, Yeah, so it was kind of interesting to look at the the history of of all this. And, And I did a little bit of skim reading of a few medical papers and things, boring as hell. But again, again the language is so ambiguous it's always highly likely possibly you know, they've been at this for a while
4: they should know right <laughs> we should be dealing in definites at this point
0: did you yeah. in your research come across a story about I, i'm not sure about the time frame it was 20th century but they at one point they were using coconut water well no didn't this part of blood print because the the mythology behind coconut water is that's the same uh salinity or makeup of human blood or something like that
1: wow. hmm.
0: like it's this you know but it's, Viscosity. it's something well i don't know what that but uh something about it is supposed to be equivalent to human blood so it's it's really good to drink because it's healthy and yada 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 but uh i think that's that's a that's a myth um, but it came from that uh, whatever time, maybe it was World War II or something like that, and doctors out in the the, the jungles uh, in the, the Philippines or something were using uh, coconut water instead of wow. blood. I'd mm-hmm. imagine food. that would have
3: been terribly successful somehow. It was 1940 when the U.S. government started the blood collection program, um, mm-hmm. 1941 when the Red Cross began the, the donor service. But uh here's a here's a little fact. In the USA, uh the amount of blood that's needed daily is thirty six thousand pints. Mm. That's, a, that's lot, a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that there's that many people donating. Actually, it's quite incredible.
2: If it's well, true, I will, I will say when I first saw this story, just the headline, I was like, like, can this cable? Like, maybe I should go check. And then, like, hours later, I saw the story that the state was going to take, take the kids from him. So I went from like being one of those, like, Mm. yeah, maybe I could do it for a good cause to like, Oh wow. That, that escalated quickly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they probably are allowed to go ahead, but they're certainly making a point about it. So uh, yeah, it's an interim order for the uh, direct donor service that they're, they're asking for. I I really hope they get it. Um, But, but currently Mm -hmm. uh, for blood, to be uh donated there's there's no requirements whatsoever for hospitals to ask about fax status or gender preferences or anything like that which i find incredible so the hospital themselves don't even have to know so you can't trace anything back you know the anonymity is, is, is essential as far as they're concerned and also sorry just one more thing Is um
0: uh where
3: was that yeah uh don't receiving blood is considered a service it's not like a sale or a product so there is no liability basically of well, course no, just, i
2: was just i was just right. gonna ask do you think that the reason that they have all the anonymity crap is so that they can't they can oh it wasn't me you know how could we ever know because they know what they're doing is is fucked up and they don't want to be held personally accountable yeah. uh when the real nuremberg trials are ever held if they are oh for sure there's just there's
3: always that mm-hmm. ambiguous sort of little trail that just can't be it just yeah just you can't ever come up with solid facts in any of this stuff they can't right even.
4: right so, and so and that's, that's
3: another thing that's another thing it's like well how come they can say well we're going to make this happen when they're so ambiguous ambiguous about their research If they don't know certain things how can they make something happen
2: because they are the science
3: they exactly. are the science exactly So
1: when I was, I can tell you that when I was like an avid plasma giver, that was one of the questions that they asked each time is like, have you have, one of the ones is if you would gotten a tattoo recently, but the other thing was, is if you had um, been recently vaccinated or if you had COVID uh, at any point in time, or if you took the, and then they would ask specifically about taking, I think the COVID vaccine as well.
3: Right. Well, in Australia, um, apparently the precedent... I was watching a video this morning, <laughs> a little government video. Oh, it was pathetic. Anyway, um, seven days after the vax and 28 days after COVID infection is the deferral for Australia for donating blood. So seven days after the vax, 28 days after COVID infection, which it, it should bloody well be the other way around, if, if anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. The,
0: it was interesting because boy-
1: Monica had mentioned...
0: Which is boy, myself
1: as well. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Keel. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Is the boy in danger of dying soon? Is that uh, why they're forcing yes, their yeah. hand like this? Okay. It's,
1: it's, well, it's heart
3: surgery, but I, I, I got the feel, I got the impression that because the parents were okay about waiting a couple of days for the court to reach a decision. So, in other words, it doesn't like it's not fully emergency by the sound of it, but it's okay. heart surgery he needs. So,
0: <clears throat>
3: yeah. I mean, not they can't wait too long obviously but it's not
0: like a well has to be done whatever happens time. i hope they make a decision quick so the kid ends yeah. up being okay I mean, and
4: the, the, i i just wanted to throw in oh i'm sorry go ahead kill
0: no i was just going to rant some more i mean it's it's terrible to put these kinds of politics in front of your in front of children you know and use them as like so a,
3: it's wrong yeah i
0: mean yeah. let let the let the parent do what they want you know it's the kid's exactly. life at stake just
3: Yeah, what does it matter to them what blood goes into the boy? As long as some blood goes in, what the hell matters? Yeah, it's just the...
1: Well, I wonder if the parents are vaccinated, and if they're not, then I wonder why they can't say... They can just turn around if they weren't, and they can just turn around and say, hey, I'm not going to... I just want to donate my blood to my child, you know?
3: Well, they have said that. I don't know if the parents are vaccinated. Uh, But another little thing here was that apparently the child has already... Received a transfusion, and they're fighting to block any more of it happening. I don't know whether it received vaccinated blood or not. There was no detail about that.
1: Where are these um, parents again? I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh New Zealand. Oh, okay, okay. And and what was New Zealand's take on like full vaccination? Were they forcing that in that country? I oh, know were Switzerland, I think, or Sweden, they weren't. In
0: Sweden, yeah, they, they were not.
2: Jordan.
4: It was bad in New Zealand. It was yep. very bad.
2: Still bad. Jacinta
3: yeah. Ardern is... She's an evil bitch, that one. Oh, my God. She's... Mm. should do a deep dive on her sometime.
4: Um, I wanted to throw in there really quickly that I think that this is once again, a multifaceted because when people start to wake up and some will eventually wake up to what is happening with the shots, they, in my opinion, want to have a precedent that you don't get to choose, especially in the countries that were super, super draconian, like China, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. I think that they are wanting to really set that precedent that you don't have a choice. I also want to... I think that they want to make the um, they want to muddy the the waters, Um, so they want to not let people have clear evidence that this is what happens if you get unvaccinated blood like oh, well, I had blood clots and this was determined to be in my system. So that would be indicative that I had vaccinated blood. So I think that they want to really make sure that people don't have a clear path to hold them accountable, which we talked about. And then the last thing is just, I think, continuing to tighten the screws in any little area that they have to be able to set a precedent on the side of medical tyranny, I believe that that is what they're doing. So that is seems to me why they're fighting so hard to not let people have a say in what's happening to their own child.
3: Yes, I I totally agree with you. I think it's just another example of, look what we can do. We have this power. We can even take your kid and put blood in it. It doesn't get worse than that, does it really? No.
2: And I'll say, I presume that you haven't looked into, like, what the social media is like about. Like, I can't imagine how many people are actually cheering the government on. Like, oh, Oh, there's there's protests. There's protests. Uh, Or just against?
3: Oh, they're they're in support of the parents. There's protests, um, people holding signs outside the hospital, etc. So, yes, they've got quite a lot of support, which is fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'll I'll, uh, follow that one up at some point. Let's just hope it all turns out okay.
4: It's a very interesting story. Yeah.
2: Does anyone know what happened to that kid from the United Kingdoms that was being held life-saving treatment? And it was experimental and the the government wouldn't let them come to America to get the treatment? I'm not familiar. I'll I'll (laughs) write it down and I'll update us on that next week.
4: Perfect.
1: All right, Alrighty, that's it.
4: Thank okay.
1: You. I I can say that I know of some people that have said their retirement plan in the future is to be able to sell their unvaccinated sperm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: So, because I'm sure that's going to be worth, you know, freaking well, millions better, at some point.
0: They better start saving up now. <laughs>
1: yeah well let's um it
3: could become like another fed it's like a sperm bank
4: the currency of the future
3: yeah sperm
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right does anybody have any last questions or anything like that in regards to stella's story i think ending on sperm is a great place to end
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's how i stop every night (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> All right. Listen, I just want to uh, does anybody have any have last thing to say or anything like that or whatever yeah, before Thank we you. wrap up? I can give a
2: quick tease on my story next week which will be about a, a corrupt judge um, doing horrible, not as horrible as I, I brought today and then trying to get to just judicial immunity which is Uh, different from qualified immunity
1: make sure you listen to the podcast so that way you can remember what story you're going to do next week justin
2: (laughs) i have it i have it posted in discord don't worry
1: oh yeah okay
0: speaking of discord yes people get in touch with us outside of there
4: we go that's segue
0: these uh cast these uh podcasts
4: well i'm glad that you asked (laughs) You can get in touch with us at um, our website, unionoftheunknowns.com. And that really is like the master list of how you can get in touch with us. You can find us on Discord. You can email, call, find us on Twitter. We are available in many different areas and um, not not hard to find.
1: And if you can and you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, one of the ways that you can support us is by providing a review. We would really appreciate that and that just helps other people find out about this podcast that you love so very much.
2: I'm glad so. I'm glad you finished that with with send, send us a review instead of send us unvaccinated sperm. Yeah, us. we don't want,
1: we don't want that. No, that you can talk to your local sperm bank about that. So <laughs> uh, I'm sure they'll pay more money for that. And I wonder if that's an interesting story. I wonder if um one of you guys can call, like have a guy call and say, hey, I'd be interested in selling some of my sperm, and then see if they ask you whether it is uh, vaccinated or not, and see if they offer you more money for it at this point. I think that would be interesting. I think one of you guys should do that.
0: It's a good idea, Justin. Go ahead and uh
1: I nominate
4: Keel. <laughs> <you. laughs> he was trying to worm him out of it.
3: Uh,
0: isn't isn't like talking to it. a Sperm Bank like d- dangerous to do? Like if you go into uh, like a recruitment office for the Marines, like if you ask too many specific questions, you're <laughs> automatically enrolled and you get stuck in there for like four years.
2: I don't know, but this, I don't know this about pod- that. This podcast is a democracy, and the democracy has spoken. So let us know, Kyle.
1: Yep. We're not a We're, republic oh. like the United States of America, where they what's, like to claim that it's a democracy.
0: <laughs> what's this over here? Oh, it's my social contract, you guys say i signed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's lucky that none of us claim states' property, so the name is tied to state's property so it's whatever it is what it is but anyways thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode of uh union of the unknowns and our weekly episode of not y'all mama's news bye Thanks, everyone. everyone
2: have a bye.
1: good time bye, bye. hold on one second, you guys hold on <laughs>
0: not your mama's news has been a production of the union of the unknowns podcast new episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks